Well, today I have Sridhar for the New World Kirtan podcast. Sridhar was the executive producer of Bhakti Fest. Sridhar, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Oh, it's a pleasure. I so enjoyed meeting you and the other wonderful folks who work so hard to put on this year's festival. It was it was a remarkable experience for me. I, I I feel changed all the way down to my toes. And the people that I've talked to about Bhakti Fest, the experience of it, feel the same way. And I wonder, could you just talk a little bit about your thoughts after the event, what that was like for you, and just how things were for you? Well, uh, people are saying it was the greatest spiritual event in United States history. I mean, they're comparing it. There is no comparison. I mean, over 3,500 people were there for four days. The only time outside of India that there's a continuous 24-7 chant. It's only been held in India in a few locations that they actually chant for more than, you know, five, six hours. Right. In the United States, it's never been done until we did it last year. And uh, this is our format. This is Bhakti Fest format. This is where we immerse very deep into the kirtan, into the real deep bhav uh, at, of the moment. So when we start at 11 o'clock on Thursday morning, and we don't end to midnight on Sunday night, that's a continuous chant by different artists that come up to perform on two stages. This year we actually had a second stage. We didn't have one the first yeah, there were a lot of different performers at that second stage, and it was up by the food area. So, you know, whenever I went up there to see to, to get something to eat, I could see someone different. It was quite wonderful. We actually planned it that way so that people would have be able to have that continuous chanting going on while they were sitting up there and eating. And it was very well received having it that way. The vend- so besides the kirtan was the, was the big part of the event, but of course, you know, three yoga halls and... Uh, Four days of nonstop lectures and discourses was also very powerful. I know. I was so involved in the kirtan that I never, I, I barely scratched the surface of what was there. Um, the lectures and the yoga classes, the yoga teachers that were there were remarkable. They were the best in the country, and they're all coming back next year. In fact, we just added a whole bunch more for next year. So it wasn't even a time for us to even, I thought, you know, everybody could take a month or two off, but. I haven't stopped yet Really, to get, to get a few days rest, and that's very well needed by me. I, I, I would imagine uh, uh, organizing a festival like this, I can only imagine the amount of work um, and the organizational detail that is required. It takes at least a year in preparation and a very dedicated staff, and I must say that our staff these past years have so totally dedicated and so loving and so full of compassion that, of course, it is not one person, it is not myself. I could never have done it without my full staff being right there by my side at all times. Oh, your staff rocks. They were they were great, and they've been great, too, for, boast, for uh, post-Bhakti Fest—let me say that again. They've been great, and um, also for post-Bhakti Fest— promotion, um, you know, just just talking about uh, the podcasts that were done there and and um, and the 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 uh, the videos that Casey Luger was that is that her last name, Casey? Casey Luba. And but we have some much bigger surprises coming up over the next few months. Every month we will have 
uh, our own five-minute movie on our website that shows different aspects of the festival. Wonderful. And we're also compiling now the best of CDs that will, I think, be distributed by White Swan, and uh, we'll notify everybody when that's ready. It's going to be a two-part CD. Awesome. Part one and two of the best of Bakhti Fest 2010. Oh, that's awesome. We're just going into the studio next week to start. I mean, it, there are so many great sets by so many great artists that it's even going to be hard to fit it into two CDs. Wow. Um, but we're going to try. Oh, there was some amazing music going on there. Uh, just. And, you know, when, when people Ooh. say, uh, you know, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, there were people out there. At least, you know, maybe a hundred people out there. Not a lot, but there are diehards that stayed all night long. And a lot of people slept right out in front of the main stage. Really? Yeah, they just stayed out there and slept because what better place is there to sleep right with the kirtan resonating <laughs> throughout your body? <laughs> it was so sweet. Oh, that is sweet. Gosh, and I, I, I would didn't make know my that. rounds around four o'clock in the morning as well, and uh, it was wonderful to see how many people were still up during the night. Oh. Well, they have more energy than I do, but um, since I've been back, I, what a wonderful inspiration to get healthier and to get, uh, I, I, <laughs> I've been a vegan since I've been back. I don't know how long it's going to last, but the food that I had at Bhakti Fest was so delicious, and it was all vegan, and I didn't have any of the raw food, but I did have the vegan food, and it was, um, and the people walking around were such great advertisements for their lifestyle. Well, that's, that's something that we really, uh, you know, we don't have any meat or any animal products. We, we don't have any uh, cigarettes or uh, alcohol. And, we, you know, it's really about practicing. It's not about paying lip service to any, any of this. It's about the discipline of doing yoga, meditation, and chanting the names of God. That's what it's all about. I mean, so many people say, I'm a kirtan singer, I'm a yoga teacher, I'm a massager, but well, let's get in there and really do what we say we are, and not just pay lip service to it, but actually live that kind of life. Right. And um, I've never been anywhere where my lifestyle choices and the way I live my life was affirmed everywhere I went. Um, it was like our own little little city, you know, where people were there in the spirit of love and peace and greeted everyone with that spirit. And um, (laughs) I remember uh, watching the videos from last year and and someone said, I would move here. And I I so understand what she meant because if there was a place like that, I'd move there. It's it's a very interesting thought because this is what intentional communities, what we have been talking about for 20 years now about intentional communities, what they really look like you really wanted to put a name and a face to them, this is what they would be. Mm. And uh, hopefully that someday we will be able to get communities together that are based on, on this format. You know, when you stepped off out of your car and arrived on the property, first the property is very, very sacred. It's 450 acres in Joshua Tree, one of the, one of the famous places in the country for hiking and one of the great national parks. <clears throat> but this is a 450-acre retreat center that Frank, Frank Lloyd Wright designed. Oh, my goodness, I didn't know that. Yeah, and Yogananda spent his last couple of years roaming around uh, and wrote a couple of his books uh, on 
died, and Ram Dass prepared one of his big last books, Passed to God, at this site as well. Oh, my goodness. That's a very interesting history. I, I didn't know that about the retreat center. It it was a, um, I mean, I think the um, I think the climate of Bhakti uh, of Joshua Tree and the terrain of Joshua Tree and just the whole the whole atmosphere there really contributed to that being in the bhav, which I didn't know what that meant until recently. It, it means spiritual emotion. Staying in that space. Staying yes. Staying in that beautiful space that is emoted from the constant chanting of Harinam and of, of doing your practice and you, and you get that feeling and you say oh boy I wish I could stay in this space forever I know and that is I know in the bob. that's being in the bob and we can we can do that you know just take that it's been tough for uh, uh, all of us after the bhakti fest you know where a lot of people just roaming around <laughs> looking uh-huh. at with these days glassy eyes, you know, like robots, but actually we're in this beautiful bob and we don't really want to come out of it. And, I know. You know. Sometimes it feels a little depressing or you know, depression sets in, but we just have to, you know, tune it up and, and get on with it. You know, mm. I, we've been so busy here in the office with last minute details. and We put a huge amount of new infrastructure into the ground. You know, we spent over $35,000 on the property where we just lease, we don't own the property where we have it, but we put in all this new infrastructure to upgrade so that people will be able to feel comfortable and enjoy themselves. You know, we put in a hot shower this year and, and so many other things, built a new stage, built a second yoga hall. Oh my goodness, I didn't all realize that own, was... All to our own expense, where huh. we just store a lot of stuff away and come back next year. Well, you know, I heard you telling Blake, I, I listened to the, the interview that you did with Blake in July, and um, that stage with the, with the, um, the area, with the, the netting, or not netting, it's, it filtered the sun. Oh, that made listening to Kirtan during the day right. so much easier. It was breezy, but yet the sun was, sh- was um, the sun was, uh, uh, what's the word, screened. Yeah. Yeah. So, and but the air flowed through, and that stage people cannot even describe the beauty of that stage. Mm. Deities uh, blowing in the wind, and mm. that beautiful dancing Nataraj Shiva statue with the lights on it. Uh, oh, it was. Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> that Makes so your heart warm thinking about it at every moment. I know it does. I know, and and those of us that were there, I just. We've been talking about it on Facebook, you know, how hard it is to come back to the quote-unquote real world, <clears throat> excuse me, and washing the dust of Bhakti Fest out of our clothes felt like, I, I don't know. It, well, you're it, lucky you even got to washing it. <laughs> <laughs> you're still there, right? Uh, we're still here. Well, I, we live here in Joshua Tree, so we live here. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh. We live 10 minutes from the location. So oh, my. We're busy building all the storage facilities on our own property in order to store everything as well. Right. That's what we're doing now and continually clearing up, you know, all the old, you know, stuff that we is, is created by running businesses, you know. Yeah. Business assets. But we have good news because we are officially announcing on your program right now the spring bhakti fest that we're going to hold in, uh, in april 
Oh, my goodness. Yes, because people <laughs> cannot wait until September. So April 15th, 16th, and 17th. Oh, wow. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it'll be the Little Bhakti Fest will, will take place. It'll be Friday at uh, from 4 o'clock till Sunday. It's not going to be a 24-hour event. Right. It's going to be Friday from 4 o'clock in the afternoon to 2 a.m. Oh. Then we start up again Saturday morning at 9, and we go to 2 a.m. Saturday, and then Sunday to uh, 9 a.m. to around 9 p.m. Oh, my goodness. So we'll, we'll be able to dip back into the bhav in the spring, hmm? That's right. We'll have uh, two yoga halls open with some great teachers. And in the sanctuary building, this air-conditioned building, what we're going to do this year is we're going to have a teaching sort of a kirtan university where we'll be teaching voice, pronunciation, Sanskrit terminology, and uh, it'll be taught by Dave Stringer, Jai Utal, Shamdas, Peter <laughs> Salah. Uh, some really great teachers will be teaching in that building, you know, two or three classes a day. Oh, how exciting, Sridhar. That's great news. Thank you for, for letting um, our listeners know about that. And we're looking for maybe accreditation from Loyola uh, University here in Los Angeles, and maybe we can get some accreditation for those classes as well. Wow. Now, so that's April 15th, 16th, and 17th, and you're the first to announce it. We haven't even put it out on the website. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And I know that people will be just delighted to hear about that. Not oh. going to be as big as Bhakti Fest uh, Senior <laughs> in <laughs> September, but, you know, we'll probably have 500 to 1,000 people. Oh, and it'll be another chance to reconnect? That's right. And we'll have uh, some booths around the main stage and uh, less booths around the uh, food court. We're not going to have a second stage, just the main stage. But we already have commitments from some of our return stars, so it's going to be fantastic. Oh, man. I can't wait. Um, you know, I'm curious. I, it, when, when I talked to you in the trailer at Bhakti Fest, you mentioned that there was a, a Woodstock connection with you and the festival. And I'm just curious about how did this whole thing come about? Um, how, did, how did you get the vision of Bhakti Fest and, and how many years did it take to, to bring it into fruition? Well, I've been uh, really, I've been hanging around with some great beings uh, pretty much for the last 40 years. Uh, we hosted, uh, when I say we, we have a, a nonprofit foundation called the Center for Spiritual Studies, which is fairly well known around the uh, country as well as internationally. And all the great teachers from India that came to America in the 70s and 80s, we were their sponsors. We we provided them their first entree into America, which was Muktananda, Swami Muktananda, right. and Swami Satchitananda back east, and Amaji, we hosted her in Los Angeles, and so many more people. We, you know, all the Amazing Grace, the original people in Amazing Grace, which is Bhagawan Das, and Jayutal, and Krishna Das, and of course Ram Das. And we produced all their events in the 70s and 80s, so... Huh. Our start was basically with everybody else, and uh, we just continued to put on programs all the time. And this was nurturing. Uh, going back to the Woodstock, when I used to hang, I was a young man in New York City in 69, and I actually was one of uh, Swami Satchitananda's first yoga teachers. So I was a student of his uh, for a year or two, and we used to teach at 500 West End Avenue in a very small little apartment on the 10th floor. Um, so when I was 
was hanging around with Michael Lang and Audie Kornfeld, who were the producers of Woodstock. Um, and, you know, Woodstock is still talked about today, uh, 40 years later. Sure. And, and I think that's what is going to be talked about for Bakke Fest as well. I think people that have been there are going to tell their children and their grandchildren how it was in 2010 at the Bakke Fest in Joshua Tree. So, you know, Michael and Audie used to ask me, you know, Shrita, what do you think it needs, uh, the Woodstock Festival needs? And, of course, it had the potential of being the greatest event in history, which it was, but nobody even knew who any of those people were at the time. Right. All those great people like Janis Joplin and Sly and, and Jimi Hendrix and, you know, and David Crosby, uh, Stills and Ness, nobody knew that. <laughs> they only became famous after Woodstock. I said, it's missing the spiritual element. And what do you mean by that? I said, we need to bring, a, you know, a great spiritual teacher, and the only one that's here in the country right now is Swami Satchitananda. So they said, okay, go ahead. You, you, you produce that particular part of everything. And so I did. I, we flew Swamiji up in a helicopter, of course, because all the roads were closed. Mm-hmm. It's all in the movie. I mean, when you see Woodstock movie, you see us landing there with the helicopter and bringing him out and having a little thing behind the stage and then bringing him onto the stage and uh, and then he he gave this beautiful invocation to 500,000 people it was absolutely fantastic and you and so you were responsible for that part of that festival That's right. cool I, I, a funny little story about that because I always like to add a little anecdote to that was the the beginning of Woodstock was delayed by a couple of hours because the first act to go on, nobody knows the name, saw the crowd and ran away, actually, <laughs> into the bushes. They were so <laughs> they were so afraid of getting on there, so they rushed around looking for someone, and Richie Havens was there, so they said, Richie, get up on the stage and, and tune up, and you're going to go on first. This was a couple hours into the program. They had nobody up there yet, and the crowd was getting restless. So we, I was bringing Swamiji up to the stage with a few other devotees, and I saw Richie, and I said, I went up to Richie. I said, Richie, could you do me a favor, please, and introduce Swami Satchinananda? He looked at me like, get away, kid. <laughs> like, he was nervous enough, shaking in his boot for 500,000 people. Nobody's ever seen a crowd like that in the, in the country's history. And he was like, get away, kid, leave me alone. <laughs> it was very, very funny for me. Oh, what a great story. Yeah. Oh, that was just... And you know those performances still hold up. You watch the movie and those performances just, you know, because they were part of the spirit that was there and the spirit that was there was indomitable. It didn't matter that it rained and it didn't matter. It didn't, nothing mattered. It was... Um, we, are, we are also putting together uh, maybe a 45-minute, 50-minute documentary on the Bhakti Fest as well as, uh, you know, we're starting on that very shortly. We had... We have some of the best photographs, over twenty or 30,000 photos, and hours and hours of the best video, as well as audio, of course. And, and we want to get it out to the people so those that couldn't be there can enjoy it. Well, that that was the whole purpose of me doing the podcast updates, because last year I was just dying to be there. I couldn't, just, just wanted to be there so badly. And, um, you know... It was important to me to bring it to people, and I and I'm so glad that you're going to be doing that too because 
There's nothing like being there and experiencing it in person, but if there's just no way that you can do it, it well, I think it's good it was, to get a sense know, of what it was like. The first year was, the first year, 2009, was really, truly a, rem- a watershed event. But this year, it, it was taken to the next level. Mm-hmm. It really was. It, this was a truly remarkable four days total bliss. I mean, there was no uh, fighting and no arguing and no problems. No. Everybody just was in a state of bliss. And I say that when they got out of their car, leave all their troubles behind, step into this world of this beautiful spiritual experience and, and don't get out of it until you're ready to leave. And we, you know, there were people that stayed for, for a couple of days. We had to shoo them out on Wednesday. Oh, really? They, they just want wanted to, to stay. I know the feeling. <laughs> it was hard to leave. Um, and I keep telling my listeners, you know, that, that Bhaktifest is over, but little bits of it have broken up, and they're, they're, it, they're all over the world. You just need to go and find a kirtan and be with the people who are there and sing. You don't even have to sing. You just have to go. Just, uh, yeah, there's so many beautiful kirtans in your northwest area and all over the country, and... Um, and it just just experience it, and we are going to incorporate many more new new groups. You know that second stage was predominantly made for for new artists that were just starting out that we just wanted to have a showcase mm-hmm. with, and it, it really was. And we're we're getting a lot of submissions now. So if any of your Kirtan stars and artists uh, or upcoming artists would like to send in their submissions, they can send them in now for possible inclusion. Oh, I probably have a few I could suggest too. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll send that in. I haven't uh, I haven't filled out the survey yet, but um, just send it to info at bhaktifest.com com for anybody that's really interested. Okay, I'll make sure that my uh, that my uh, artists find out about that because well, you're doing great work up there. And we really appreciate it, and we're loving the fact that we're aligning with you and you with us, and uh, we're going to do a lot of work with you and give you updates and first look and first runs on a lot of stuff that we're working on. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, I just personally want to thank you so much for what you and your staff provided for us for those four days. Uh, My life, I think, is going to be marked pre-Bhaktifest and post-Bhaktifest, and that was because of you and your efforts, and I just acknowledge you. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, continue the work. It's just a matter of waking up every day, doing your yoga, doing your meditation, chanting the names of God. And never forget that this path works. It's not something that you just do and you you forget about. It's it's a matter of discipline, maintaining the energy, maintaining the the levels of of consciousness and focus. And it's it's beautiful. It is beautiful. And it... Merge merge yourself into that space all the time. And it does work. It does work, and I wanted to leave you with a, a thought. Uh, actually, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad someone else does that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, it's absolutely correct. <laughs> oh, I, I remember okay. now. So what it was was um, to get out of the way. It's a whole process of getting out of the way. So what I tell my staff, and I always use this myself, I set up the stage get out of the mm. way. Set up the stage and get out of the way, meaning you set everything up
get out of the way and let the grace flow from the divine. And as the grace is flowing from the divine, there's no blockage because the ego has stepped out of the process. Hmm. That's beautiful. That's the key. Well, Sridhar, thank you so much for your time today. And I hope we can have you back as you gear up for, uh, for Bhakti Fest next year. I'd love to continue uh, playing with you guys. And thank you all for your support. And we look forward to welcoming everybody at the Spring Bhakti Fest, April 15th, 16th, and 17th. And the big September event, 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th. Well, I'll make sure that everybody knows about that. Thank you again, Sridhar. Thank okay, you. Okay, bye-bye.